Hey there, Mouse Lifers. Welcome into episode 87 of the Mouse Life Podcast. I'm Kathy, and this week we're asking that age-old question, should I work with a travel agent to plan my Walt Disney World vacation even if I've been there before? Be sure to give us a like on SoundCloud and Facebook, leave a review on iTunes, and follow all the fun on Twitter at MouseLifePod. We'll get to planning in just a minute, but first, let's hear from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. And now let's meet the Mouse Life crew. Joining in this week are Jeff. Hello. Jen K. Howdy, folks. John. Yellow. Jen S. Hi, everyone. Samantha. Hello. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, finally stepping back into the Mouse Life News anchor chair is the one, the only Shelby back from her vacation at last. We missed you. Oh, thank you. It's good to be back. I have to say, I don't know how you guys do it in the south with the bugs. Big bugs. Oh, yeah. Big bugs. Oh, big oh, my bugs. God. There are yeah, some big bugs. bugs. But I'd big and numerous. Yeah, yes. Numerous. Oh. Yeah. My legs got all eaten up yesterday. We were playing in a park, just simple, like playing baseball in a park. And I'm like, oh, ouch. Mm-mm, mm-mm. At one point, caterpillars were falling out of a tree. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, no. So the first news story, surprise, revolves around food. Uh, guys at Point Bar and Grill, a quick service location at the Wilderness Lodge, has removed its breakfast menu. Geyser Point still serves lunch and dinner, and for a quick service breakfast, guests may visit Roaring Fork, which is near the pool. Ooh. May just be that demand wasn't there, honestly. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. Everybody's in a rush to get to the parks usually, so. Yeah, and Geyser Point is kind of a leisurely. Yeah, but I'm just, I was surprised that that it came at this time of year. Yeah. In a a busy time? Yeah. You think maybe more when it, yeah, in the fall. Right, I could see if they said, you know, October 1st or even September 1st, but this was like, wow. Yeah, good point. So it must have been really low demand. Really bad. (laughs) Right. Next up is Raglan Road, the Irish pub and restaurant in Disney Springs, has added a new live show. Rhythms of Raglan 2018 performs on the stage several times every day. The show has eight dancers and 16 musicians who perform music that showcases Irish music throughout the world. That's pretty cool. Yeah, their show was good before, but it's cool that they're, you know, changing it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. That's a good show. I really need to get that out there. Can we do an Irish step dancing? You could go in there without a reservation yeah. and just sit at the bar and see the show and have a drink and order off the menu and it's it's fun. We did that last time we were down there. It was fun. Irish. You know, if you don't have a reservation, <laughs> don't be don't be, yeah. don't be discouraged. You can still they have a big bar area. I think of Dan course would like that. Do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he probably would. Be nice. Irish and all. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Next up is the cast has been announced for Star Wars Episode Nine, with all of the main actors returning. Billy D. Williams will be back as Lando Calrissian. 
Mark Hamill as Luke, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, and Carrie Fisher as Leia. Now, a statement now was... cry. Right? Like, we cry. I've already like, come to peace with it, but all right, we'll just uh, reopen that wound. Yeah. Um, a statement was released from director J.J. Abrams, and he said, We desperately loved Carrie Fisher. Finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Star Wars saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character. With the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy, we have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and Rose Leia in Episode 9 by using unseen footage we shot together in Episode 7. That's Star cool. Wars, right? It's neat. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> they wrote cool. it to include it. I mean... Well, there's always going to be some. There's always deleted scenes and uh, stuff John. that doesn't, you know. <laughs> yes, I mean, th- there was no way that they weren't going to have her in the movie. She didn't die. Well, they could have. She could have. I mean, they could have put that in the crawl. You yeah, know, that, that could be the beginning of the right. crawl. Leia yeah, died. I mean, and then it yeah. Died <laughs> I know, but like that would have just Leia been. Leia died in combat. In my opinion. Leia has a assumed room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so frustrating. I mean, I they mean, do that kind of stuff, you know. They, that they could very well have, you know, had her had her death be off off screen, you know, that it, like yeah. in between, you know, as part of the story. Cheesy. It would have. Well, oh, it would have been cheesy doing I that. Think, right. yeah. yeah. If they were going, if they weren't planning on using her in the final episode, I would imagine they would have killed her off in the. This past one, she and was supposed they, to be a big yeah. part of nine, wasn't she? I wasn't so. I mean, correct? Yeah, yeah. because well, Han was they the main. Wrote it so that they could put her in it, you know. I imagine they rewrote the script to work oh, around what they had already right. filmed before, whether yeah. it's flashback or or what. It's interesting to see how they do it, but I'm glad they are though. That's neat because I'm curious to what Mark Hamill's going to be doing. I guess he's going to be a force ghost unless force Luke's ghost. not dead. Yeah. Maybe uh, Luke's not dead. Uh, I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible, but he may not be dead, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that too, because yeah. that's another thing. What's another thing? Luke. That he, that he, he, I think he, Needs to be in in the sixth movie as well, or ninth movie, whatever number movie we're on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the last one. Right. The last one, right? Yeah, I don't know. Penn State Chewbacca's in it. I saw is. Yeah, out. yeah. He I put mean, out on Twitter about it. He was excited. That's cool. I love that we have Penn State Chewbacca. I do happy. too. Yeah, it makes me very happy. All the happiness and joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did that. Yeah, no shame. <laughs> As Star Wars Episode Nine is slated to be released in December twenty nineteen. Pardon me. Um, it's supposed to filming on August first of twenty eighteen. So that's this week. So a oh, year wow. from this December. Correct. 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 And what do we yeah. have Star Wars between now and then? Nothing. Or don't we have any? Nothing. Nothing. They canceled the the standalones now because but, because Han Solo did. Yeah, but they so. hadn't started filming. If, if we were going to have started between now and then, it would have had to already be filming right now. Mm-hmm. Right, but there wasn't yeah. anything in between there. There anyway. wasn't anything planned for that. Okay. No. The, I, I think the downfall. I liked Solo. I did. I too. thought it was really. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it better than Last Jedi. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I like it. I like it. It's really, really good. I mean, not just okay. Should I better? No, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it wasn't just okay. It was really, both at a standalone. Why did people dislike it? 
Why do people just like? Well, they came with the printer. I mean, you heard all that crap beforehand about how he was terrible and he can't be, you know, he can't be the Han Solo. And I thought he did great. Lisa walked in. Not even wanting to go see it because she's still mad that they killed off because Han Solo. she's a Harrison Ford. Right. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford. and this guy That's wasn't Harrison right. Ford, and she really, honestly, I mean, legit, did not want to go see the movie. She only went because I wanted to go, and she walked out. She was like, "Okay, I was wrong. That kid did it. He really channeled the spirit of Harrison Ford, and he was he was totally believable. He was the, the young character. Han Solo. Yep, he really, really nailed it." The relationship the was between a little him bit... and Chewbacca was good. It was it was an old classic. It was like a western. It was a mm-hmm. it was it was it was great. Yeah, space western. Yeah, it was a it was yeah. a whole space opera. It was like 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 the original, like the very first Star Wars movie was. I mean, it was like old space opera. It was great. So it didn't make its money back. Oh right? yeah, it made its money back. It oh yeah, it made its money back. Yeah, it, just, it just didn't make a huge thought. profit. It just wasn't a blockbuster. Yeah. Right. So, but when it so came out, wasn't it saying... the most successful movie to have come out that weekend in history? It was the most successful Memorial Day weekend release in history, but it was still yeah. considered a failure. Right? They can't all they can't all break records. Exactly. So the downfall was, I think, is they had Infinity War come out a few weeks before that, and then the week after that came out, Deadpool came out, Deadpool two came out. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was, was in the wrong spot. It was in the wrong spot to be released. It was a crowded calendar right then. Right. And yeah. But they had. But they knew that. Yeah. I mean, I mean the, yeah. the fact that now they've they've announced that they're putting all the standalones on the shelf for now. That there aren't any more in the pipeline. I've heard there's still actually. I've actually. They haven't canceled them. They no? just put them on hold. Okay. And I've heard they've already started. They still are working on the um the Obi Wan film, which was supposed to be the next standalone film. And that's fine. And I would actually like to see that. And I will see Solo. You know me. I just don't mm-hmm. see these things right away. And I will see it. I you know I think the the thing about um, Rogue One, like I love the idea of these Star Wars standalones. And I think me the too. thing about Rogue One that was so intriguing was they took a little nugget from the first movie mm-hmm. and expanded on it. Yeah. And so now they're going yeah. into these sort of character stories and these origin stories. And those are fine too, but I would love to see more of, you know, let's take a little, a little piece of, you know, lore, you know, from the saga and yeah. just, and just take it and, it and just show you something that you had no idea about. You know, they had, there's so many things they could do just from a simple throwaway line in that movie, in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. A whole, a whole I mean, they, story they, came out of it. They've mm-hmm. done that with a lot of, you know, the Clone Wars and the um, Star Wars Rebels, but mm-hmm. really they take off on all of those. And that was a big announcement that came out of Comic Con was that there oh would be God. another, um, episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Another I season, correct? Clone Wars. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they're ending it, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I agree, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I oh. like. I literally, when I saw that, I'm like, no way, no way. <laughs> and I was at work at the time, and people were staring at me, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You've been there long enough. Now they probably know all about. They you. probably know. Right. They do. <laughs> figured you out. Yeah. I'm reading. Mm. I'm reading the book that takes place on Batu. Oh, oh, are you? But they haven't gotten oh. to Batu yet, so I, there's nothing to report as of yet because they haven't gotten there. But that has to be a movie set at some point too. Yeah, 
a movie scene there. Oh, yeah. You know it will be. You know it will be. All right. Let's move Moving on. on. Okay. This is next. Are we ready? Because this is like the uh, most controversial thing. I know. That has come out. I know. I have like, oh, cool. alcohol with the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> you know, closing Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I don't know. Yeah. Like, this is like, this is it. Disney announced plans this week to eliminate plastic straws from the parks by mid-2019. Disney dump. plans to make changes. <laughs> They plan to make changes for their cruise ships and hotels as well, and that's already in the works because um, they're rolling out the reusable shampoo and conditioner dispensers in the resort. So I care so much less about that than about the straws. The, the straws. <laughs> yeah. I like straws. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, tree huggers. Like we straws. had <laughs> we we went to a local restaurant and had eco straws that were to. If they didn't tell you that they weren't plastic, you would think they were. So they're not the kind that, like, they're after, not like, paper. five sips, you're they're not like, paper. Oh, no. no, 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 they are. You're, like, it, picking paper out of your tray. They were, they were colored green, <laughs> but other than that, they were, I mean, like, if you bit down on them and chomped, they bent, you know, they would, I mean, they, they behaved exactly like a plastic straw, but they're 100% biodegradable. So something like mm-hmm. that is probably what Dizzy's going to go towards. It's probably not going to be straws disappearing it'll be plastic straws disappearing or they could be going like Mm -hmm. the starbucks route where they're also going away with the straws and they've changed the lids on right to use more plastic than the straws used right (laughs) they do (laughs) the the lids use more plastic than the straw and the lid combo did oh that's surprising to me because it's it's basically just like an opening you know very similar to like a coffee mug yeah, like a uh, yeah, yeah, like on a the plastic cup. Cover. So it does, yeah. it does, um, like a sippy yeah. cup. So basically, yeah. we're going to be using sippy cups. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it, but it does trap the ice. So I know that that that's yeah. what people's concern is mm-hmm. you know the if they have sensitive teeth. That's my that's been something. my problem is yeah is I like to use a straw because I don't I don't like first of all that I do have sensitive teeth and so trying to filter your drink through the ice like directly into your mouth it hurts my teeth and and the other thing and then you know it splashes all over you and it's just i i like a straw dang it and the paper straws at animal kingdom are useless mm-hmm. so i'm i'm so not excited about it i understand those just in the context of if a paper straw blows into an animal enclosure the animal can eat it and not get hurt yeah i mean I, that that makes sense but the magic kingdom i mean it's it's kind of no silly. But yeah. I'm I'm indifferent. It it doesn't bother me really. I'm okay with them taking it out. I, after watching Shark Week all this week and seeing how much plastic was in the oceans, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm I'm okay with no more straws. <laughs> I'm more upset with the swizzle sticks going away. <laughs> Although I'm going I to guess... I'm going to make it a point to go to every bar in Disney and order a mixed drink so I can increase my swizzle stick collection before so they go away uh, and then are... put it on eBay and they'll make a fortune. Yeah, I thought it was the plastic. Away. I thought it was more the plastic stirs that look like straws, like the little no, skinny stirs. So actually, no, yeah. not yeah, all the, plastic the bags stuff. too. They're trying to. They're the trying to. Bags, their yes. bags, yes. Except for Splash yes, Mountain. right. He's going to be. They're going Ziploc. to hand out Ziploc bags. At Splash well, yeah, that's Mountain. what I'm saying. Like not every scrap and of somewhere plastic else, is Callie? going away. Somewhere else. No, but they are trying to get rid of the plastic bags at retail yeah. and the. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So you have to buy. Is was did I see that? Where you have to buy a reusable bag now? Yes. Yeah. Not all. 
I mean, or else what? Or else I don't get a bag for myself? Or you carry your own stuff around. I mean, yeah. I just have to like. So how are you going to do that? Then? They're not getting rid like, of them all. They're just lowering the use of them. I think they said. Because we get our stuff sent back to the resort. So for every purchase, I would have to buy a reusable bag. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. that's kind of crazy. Right. Well, I don't want to have to buy a bag to go along with my purchase. No. <laughs> so I'm going to backtrack a little bit to the straw issue. Uh, my biggest thing is that the it, it's really hard for people with disabilities to use, like, paper straws or because a lot of times, not to be, like, gross, but they drool. And so those straws fall apart or, like, reusable straws are dangerous for them. Like, my aunt has to drink through a bendy plastic straw because of her disabilities right now. So clearly she's not able to travel, but I guess I feel bad for, I see these people on our disability group that are like freaking out because they're like, oh my God, we got to pack straws now. Like we yeah. got to do this, we got to do that. I just, I feel like there's got to be a better option other than let's, straws are evil. I mean, they're not. You just have to find a better way other than nasty paper ones and yeah. put in the environment. So but like Jeff said, what did you say the other day, Jeff? This is going to be an epic battle between Eco. Mm-hmm. FWU. Yeah. No, oh. oh, there it is. <laughs> now he's sitting on his no, button a, again, probably. Yeah, it's a fight between the disability lobby and the Eco mob. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, we're going to start taking bets on who wins. Oh, boy. I, I literally drink everything through a straw if it's not yeah, room temperature because I'm like Kathy. It hurts my teeth and I have jaw issues. So it's like, I guess I'll put straws on my back. But, but you know, but then for us, it's not, I mean, it's not a disability. It's you know, not. I can't, it's I can't not. be like, you know, well, I have to have a straw because otherwise I can't drink. I mean, it's uncomfortable. I'll just have to order things like without ice. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, yeah. I bring my own straw. But I felt it seems like they probably will have some sort of solution, you know, that they won't just completely go strawless. Strawless. That's such a funny word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, like I said, we I've, I've seen yeah. I've seen a solution. I mean, they make straws that are just like plastic straws that are biodegradable. They're I mean, probably pretty expensive. Yep. So I mean, they may they, they may have to more. decide. Well, this but is you know, yeah, this will cost six dollars instead of five. Ah, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yay. And a year from now, nobody will notice. Oh, right. They'll be on something you know? else. That's the thing. It, it, people will scream about it for a month and then no one will notice. I'm just going to be secretly seeding on the inside then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the war on straws is silly, but you know, that's me. Everybody hates straws. It's a fad. Uh, well, unfortunately, it's a fad that, I mean, Governments are are banning them. Yes. City governments in certain places yes. are banning them outright. There was one place I saw where if you're like a restaurant and because some places they say, well, you have to ask for the straw. Yes. You know, like the server won't offer you straws anymore. If you ask for one, we'll give you one. But there's some city, and I forget where it is in California, of course. Santa Barbara. Where, is that Santa where it is? Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. It's criminal. You can get penalties. jail time. Yeah. You can get jail time if you give someone a straw. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm moving you know, away from yeah. this crazy town. <laughs> I would, yeah, that's, that's something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, well, we've said what we can say about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. 
<laughs> Build technology that was the last solution, OX, and everybody will be happy. And it'll just cost more money. Uh, yay, wonderful. That's what it'll be. I know. So that was the last news story, wasn't it? Yep, that was it. Okay. Yay. All right, John, we didn't have rumors last week. So I got... So you have some catching up to do, son. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to miss out on next week. Jeez. I'm going to be <laughs> catching up on everything. Uh, we got quite right. a few, actually. So, you know, we're good. All right. So, first up... This was announced uh, about a week and a half ago, but the new restaurant at Coronado Springs will be called the Villa del Lago. Okay. Uh, it will be a bar and grill. Or the one out in the lake. I think this is the one by the lake. In the lake. Well, del Lago, that means. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> it's over the lake. That's right. Yeah. Yep. It's not del Rufo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it the wait? Is that the? Is, are they supposed to have the restaurant that's supposed to be on the roof, or is that somewhere else? Uh, Riviera and Coronado are both getting one. Oh, I thought Riviera was only getting one. Nope, Coronado's getting one on the rooftop that'll be able to view fireworks from every single part. This is going to be a relatively small restaurant. It sounds like because um, the bar and grill is going to have seating for only sixty. And then a designated group area is only going to have seating for 90 people. Wow. Yeah, that's a convention hotel. <laughs> they get hundreds of people in there. Um, so this is um, not going to open until next year, but like I said, relatively small, it seems like. It's oh. intimate. You can only put so many people out there before it falls in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> what did a, he say? You can only put so many people out there before it falls in the lake. Yeah, I guess that so. Considerations. Yeah. yeah. People falling so in the lake room. and stuff. Right. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, next up is construction. Well, this is just a rumor that construction is set to begin a new nighttime show at Epcot to replace Illuminations. <laughs> Jeff, you, you're thinking it, right? Believe it when I see you know. it. This has been every single week, right? Um, but there's a rumor. But I'm sure they're doing it. But it's time at a Reedy Creek Improvement District meeting. A budget in excess of two million dollars was approved for electrical upgrades on the lagoon. Uh Hmm. Electrical upgrades on the lagoon. That sounds dangerous. It does. <laughs> I'm afraid. It does sound like um, something I should be doing. Budget includes $1.8 million for electrical upgrade in quotation marks <laughs> and another 325000 for ethical materials. Another 220000 was allocated for engineering, inspection, and survey work. Oh. Okay. So this stop. project includes a new pipe being drilled to the islands in the lagoon from the American Adventure Billion. Wow. That That'd by itself fun. could cost $2 million. That'd be fun. Wow. I mean, and that also adds to the rumor that popped up a week and a half ago that I didn't get to speak about last week because I was a little late in my timing of getting on mm-hmm. about a possible nighttime parade going around World Showcase. Lagoon. Up, yeah. I thought you mentioned, I thought we talked about that, didn't we? Did, wasn't there? Or no, no did you post it in the group? I just posted it in the group. So it would parade yeah. around the lagoon? Correct. 
that it's just like cool. the old tapestry of nations yes yeah. that was that would be great that would be i think a, I think a parade at epcot would be so cool but I mean, could they do the parade wide... while they have all the booths out and there's not a whole lot of time without booths <sighs> mm-hmm. well, i mean <laughs> just space wise i guess they could i mean the boots are on the side, yeah, they're, on the side. they're not yeah. like they're not like they're in the, the but they middle. take up prime parade viewing area that's true right. yeah well, but I mean, they do illuminations. They manage. I don't know. Right. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it is. They do have very wide spaces there. You know, so presumably a parade could go through. But I love it. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. whatever the parade they want to do is fine by me. Yeah. The parades are all. I mean, I guess right the issue is they never had a daytime parade. I mean, they had the Tapestry of Nations parade, but it was so hard because it was such a long trek. They're saying with it being at night, it'll be a little bit easier to do the trek of of around oh, World Showcase. The Prefield won't be passing out from the heat. Correct. That's always a plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's I a mean, good thing. it's always a big thing. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I hope there's a nighttime parade at Epcot. You've got to have one somewhere. They it used to do somewhere. They used to do amazing things. Yeah, it used to be a lot more parades, and they've gotten away from parades. And I wish they would go back. So I'm all for it. Yeah, Praise I mean, there was one at Hollywood Studios. They had the yeah. Pixar one. They had a couple and, different ones yeah. at Hollywood Studios. It would change. And they had that yeah. Jam and Jungle Parade at Animal Kingdom was killer. Oh, no, I, I love that one. Yeah, that, was, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good point. Maybe they're expensive. What? Just yeah. personnel-wise. <laughs> I was like, why are we whispering? <laughs> Because I am, like, over here doing way too much research on something, and I'm, like, busting at the seams. Don't let me forget to tell you guys about this. All right. I'll try. (laughs) But I thought that Jeff was done talking, so that's why I whispered, and clearly I was wrong. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. Well, um, John, do you want to – do you have more? Oh, I have more. Oh, okay. I'm just waiting oh. for something to load. Yeah. Oh, you're okay, while well, he's waiting to load. load. I'm switching. All right. Keep you loading. Load and go, go so has anyone ever used Priceline Express deals? Did anybody see that thread on Twitter last night? Yeah. About how Disney yeah. is putting their Express deals, like mystery rooms? Yeah. There's one somebody booked under the same description for the dates that we're going to be gone for Art of Animation for a Little Mermaid room for under 100 bucks a night. Wow. wow. I'm tempted to do it. I'm tempted to book it really <laughs> Oh, quick. I just found Little Mermaid Room for it was two. Oh, crap. Where the hell did it go? Ah, I'm in the wrong thing. Was it 280 for the 17th, 17th, 18th, and 19th? Wow. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so for three nights? No, that's less than 100 oh. a night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 On oh, where? Three oh, nights. For all three nights. Oh, I thought you meant per night. I well, this, like, is no. how I, <laughs> this is how I know that it's Art of Animation because it gives you a room option. It has two doubles or a king bed, one queen and one double bed and one sofa bed, bed with a kitchenette and a king bed or in king. Well, I guess they don't have a queen bed, do they? Kitchenette? That's not Little Mermaid, though. No, no it's uh Yeah, that would suite. be a family suite. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. It's, yeah. I'm tempted, y'all. Oh, it's a family suite for under 100 bucks. Yeah. I mean... No, it's Little Mermaid. You're sure it's Little How Mermaid? How do you know it's Lerma- okay. Little Mermaid? Somebody said that they booked the same description. It says, enjoy a kid-focused, colorful, fun indoor and outdoor spaces here. This sprawling area is home to the number of the top Disney attractions. Um, and it says it's got, I don't know. 
Uh, yes. Stop biting my foot. Ow, stop. <laughs> okay. And if you click on, yeah, anyway, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Next up, um, the new Planet Highway Hollywood Quick Service will be opening in August, and it will be called Chicken Guy. I'm going to get to go yeah, try that's... it. I'm excited. I'm kind of excited Yeah, that's about not a it. rumor, I don't think. Yeah, It's not a rumor. That's just news. Yeah. Chicken news. Nugget Restaurant. With donkey sauce. Everything under $7. With donkey sauce. Yeah. yeah, right? And super melty cheese. The super melty oh. cheese. That's right. Super melty cheese. SMC. Huh. Oh, mm-hmm. SMC. I guess I'm not really versed in the Guy Fieri uh, lingo there. <laughs> well, hey. You gotta know about Sometimes that. you have to. You gotta look into that. My son is insisting that we buy some and pack it and bring it home for him. <laughs> I'm not sure how chicken, nug- I have to bring a cooler so that we can stop there on our way out and put his chicken nuggets in a cooler so it'll survive the trip home. So. Yeah, at least you drive. At least, yeah. at least you're not flying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're not gonna put the put in the open <laughs> compartment or anything. That's good. I was kind of hoping it opened this week, but I don't think I'm gonna get that much luck. I think what did they say, middle of August? They didn't really say it. They just said in August. I'll try it for everybody. Yeah. I'll get some chicken nuggets <laughs> and donkey sauce. There you go. <laughs> All right, what else you got? And I've got one little more thing. One little more thing. There you go. We're going to go with that. It's a Johnism. <laughs> <laughs> we have several. Um, a source is saying that there has been – an approval of a Brazil pavilion. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, with a $450 million budget. Uh, a with the, is it with the, the size the, of Brazil? With the expectation <laughs> <laughs> um, that $250 million of that budget will be financed by a Brazilian company or sponsor. Okay. I don't think there was that much money in the entire country. I was going to say they don't. They don't. Yeah, they hit car, kind of hit hard times. They're not Venezuela levels, but they're not. I mean, it's a Brazilian company. They not not like the country. Not the government, but I mean, they're all sort of. Or they're not I mean, Venezuela yet, but they're not. The no, I mean, yeah. well, okay. Hey, yeah, we'll be optimistic. Right. Will the Brazilian tour groups mm-hmm. want to go to Brazil, or will they not bother? Because <laughs> or will they, they not? Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is the question. And if we go to Brazil, can we walk around chanting? <laughs> what are we chanting? I don't, anything. I don't know. Doesn't matter. We, we can come it's up a with a mouse like chant. There we go. Sorry. Apparently, there's also a major refurbishment come in the works at Artist Point, but there's not really many details. Yes, because I have a client that really wants to go there in December and there's no reservations. It's shut down. Oh. So I've heard, I've heard the rumor is they're changing it into character dining. Oh, that would be a shame. Character dining? That would be. That would be a That's shame. That's what I heard. So wow. I don't, obviously. Really, yeah, that would be a shame. Maybe there's not as much demand for that kind of signature dining. Or there's you more know? of those places popping up, and the newer ones will be more popular than. What else, what's popping up? Yeah, I don't know. Are there They'd more? Be putting them everywhere. Signature? Well, they're turning yeah. Bell's place into a signature dining. Well, for dinner. But well, I mean, but it's still the same. But it hasn't really changed, right? You're talking about be our guest. Yeah, right. That is really well, it changed, changed though. Not really. It's a new menu. What do you mean? It just well, it's a whole yeah. new menu and everything. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's two credits now. Yeah, but, but I mean, dinner. well, like 
be, did we decide Beast is still there? And the, I mean, the whole atmosphere is still the same. It's always been a sit down meal. So what I if Artist Point will remain a signature dining with characters? Uh, that would be weird, yeah. right? Well, I don't if they're know, doing maybe, it at, but... if they're doing it at, at be our guest. But yeah. be our guest is still, I mean, be our guest isn't, is still, is still what it has always been. I mean, it's still, just because they changed the menu. It's going to be signature dining with characters. Yeah, but it's, but not, it's not technically it's not the same as dining. artist point as well as, no, it's not technically character dining. There's, you can meet Beast outside. Right. right? Not, or not outside, but not dining. in the dining room. Correct. Well, you don't want his hair. We talked about his hair. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just wonder if maybe the the signature dining, like traditional signature dining, you know, there's there may be. I mean, there's still going to be places where they'll charge they'll charge you two credits because you know they want it the higher it expend it. Want you to spend more money. It's not about not spending more money, but you know maybe those sort of adult experiences. There's, you know, hoity-toity experiences are fewer and far more far between. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to get the, two the, credits the, and eat I chicken mean, nuggets. I mean, the menu <laughs> items seem to be a little updated. I mean, there's now uh, spice-dusted lamb chops uh, for an appetizer. There's charred octopus. Uh, where is this? Mm-hmm. At Ars Point? Uh, uh, no, Be Our Guest. Are you talking about Be Our Guest? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they changed the desserts. There's no more cupcakes. <laughs> at dinner. Well, at they dinner. have that dessert dinner. trio. Right, with a chip cup. With a chip cup. I guess we'll see what comes. Yeah. Yeah. So was that your one last thing? That was my one last thing. All right. So we are heading into our topic of the evening. So here at Mouse Life, you know, we're all pretty seasoned Disney travelers. We more or less know what we're doing when it comes to planning a visit. So we may not think a travel agent can do much for us. So this week we're going to have our own travel planner, Shelby and Samantha, walk us through the benefits of using a travel agent for us Disney veterans and newbies alike. So, okay, so that's a that's a good question. I guess the, part of this came up because, Jeff, you've planned a trip coming up here. Yeah, and, and Shelby helped me with it. And Shelby helped you with it. So how does we, that work out well, for you? Well, mostly what the struck me as – Help, most helpful was when we decided to add the Halloween party and an extra night. And that sort of just spur of the moment literally came to me during the day while I was out in the middle of nowhere working my, <laughs> working on my job. And I let Shelby know. And within a few minutes, she had the reservations and our Halloween tickets were in the mail and on the way. And I didn't have to do anything. It was really cool. <laughs> it was really, yeah. really cool. So normally you do your own planning. You, yeah. you do your own reservations. And I made my own fast pass passes for this trip and everything. We shall be volunteered to do it, but and that's a whole other story. The fast pass system was a complete disaster last week. But uh, it was for everybody. Yeah, 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 was, yeah. yeah, it was for everybody. It took me almost an hour to make two days worth of fast passes yeah. just because this. Yeah, there have been some glitches the past couple weeks. But so I'm capable of doing all that, and I I, enjoy, I would rather do that myself because I enjoy doing it. But the whole idea that I could just have an idea and say, okay, well, let's do this, and Shelby would find a room and book the Halloween party stuff, and they're in the mail and away, and it, it it's a great – you don't have to give up your making the fast passes or making dining reservations. You can do as much of it yourself as you want, but you have that help there for if you just – you don't have the time or something needs to be done at a certain time, you've got someone there to do it for you, and it's – and it's free. Have you guys so been you... having the same trouble with the fast passes 
as yes. everybody else? Yes. Oh yeah, we use yes. so that system wise. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. actually, when we book for our clients, and clearly, you know, John and Jeff, you guys did your own fast passes because you're Disney pros. Um, but for our clients that don't, we log on to their My Disney Experience using their login and do everything. So I typically have my clients set their password to like Mickey One. Or something very simple and easy, so that way I don't have to like guess on their password, you know. And so or remember a hundred And then I, t- yeah. right? And then I tell them, you know, hey, you guys can change this as soon as the planning phase is over. So, um, yeah, I had a pretty bad situation over for my clients. Um, are going over Labor Day weekend, and I know that's a busy time, so I got on and I'm like trying to book fast passes, and nothing's available until 7:45 at night. And, like, I'm trying to book, and I'm like, this can't be real life. Like, <laughs> and come to find out it was a glitch, and a few hours later I was able to get everything pretty much that they wanted. But, yeah, the I don't know what's going on with Disney Tech right now. They come up with all these wonderful things for us to experience, but they can't figure out their website. No big deal. So how do you guys, how do you guys, like, work differently with somebody who, like us, who, who, you know, is a seasoned traveler. What, what? How does that work differently from for us than you would with somebody who's like a first timer? Well, a few I, timer. I have someone going in August, and she's been going. She's actually first time with me. She was recommended through a friend of ours and a mutual friend. It's actually her sister, but a friend of mine. And um, she wanted free dining. Mm, okay. And she was like, I, you know, like I don't want to deal with that crap. Yeah. Yeah. It went live at like 3.45 in the morning and we didn't know which day. So I was up, you know, like a couple nights at three, you know, at 3.30, 3 o'clock waiting for it. Checking. Yeah. yeah, Constantly. And so, yeah. So I was like, all right, okay. Yeah. I'll, you know, no problem. And I did do itineraries for her, you know, just so she could compare and see, but she didn't need my help for anything. She did her own dining, her own fast passes and that was it. So do you think that People, people who do travel a lot and maybe, maybe, you know, decide to use a travel agent to help with some of the, some of those things. Do you think that, that we tend to maybe jump in for like specific things like Jeff did with the Halloween party or your friend did with the free dining? Right. Certain things that you could, that you can help with. You, you find that like the seasoned travelers, like we might just say, just, I just, this one thing, if you can help me with just this one thing. Right. Yeah. You find that a lot. Yeah, and like Jeff, like I, I have all of this information on file, so it's just like, we would go to the Halloween party, September twenty fifth. Right? Okay, done. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. don't have to say another word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she's got the the payment information, all that, and they're, they're in the glow compartment of the car right now. It's great. No, okay. oh, good, good. So yeah, so that's it's like yeah. So I have a lot that do that too. I have one, you know, I have a couple going in the in December too. That is just just like that. It's just like they just drop. Like yesterday, I got. We'd like to add Memory Maker. Okay. You know, I mean, that's an easy call, but stuff like that, like, just like, it's, yeah, that's mainly what it is. But to go back to, like, if something happens, like, this is honestly, because I'm still kind of a newbie at this, it's still before, but like, when Hurricane Matthew hit in October Mm -hmm. 2016, Mm -hmm. that was huge, because it shut down Walt Disney World, and like, travel agents were on the phone for six, seven hours, trying to get stuff straightened out, so their clients didn't have to. And right. I'll, I'll piggyback on that. You know, my best friend, Amy, you know, we took her kids, her daughter for the third time, second time and her boys and, you know, second time and her nieces for the first time last September, we were scheduled to arrive the day Irma hit. Yeah. And, you know, 
I was on the phone for 13 hours with mm-hmm. Disney. And I handled it, every single portion of it. I mean, I was lucky in the fact that she's one of my best friends and she sat by my side the whole time. It was my cheerleader. Like, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> you know, like, you know, but, you know, you keep calm, cool and collected. And, you know, those agents on the phone, they're, they're our biggest cheerleaders because they, they want to make it work for us too. You know, they don't want to tell us no. And I mean, it, yeah, I can't imagine any common folk dealing with that. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I'm sure a lot of people just canceled because they didn't know what to do. Yeah. They just figured, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's better just to cancel and try again later than, you know, um, I know some agents were successful in even um, bartering for their clients to keep their free dining. Right. You know, the, for, you know, the dates, in March. Di- right. You know, in yeah. March when they had to reschedule, they were able to get their, you know, and that's not something that a normal just everyday Disney you know, vacationing folk can do on their own. That's, I, you know, I mean, it's possible, but it, you have more leverage when you're an agent, I feel like, to negotiate those things. And, you know, we just handle the, the crazy far out situations. Like when my client's reservation got deleted by the system because it was duplicated on accident, um, by a cast member on their end, she calls me freaking out. And in 25 minutes, I have it taken care of. If that was her, doing her own reservation, she probably would have packed up and left like they asked her to. So, you know, we're the call like collected policy. in the chaos. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, so when, and I think it, it helps that, you know, I'm here and she's there. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm freaking out here, but I can freak out in my own house without, <laughs> you know, showing it. But, you know, there's a lot of times where my clients are really like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I'm like, hey, it's cool. Like, we got this. No big deal. And, you know, I hate, you know, and my my most favorite thing as a travel planner is to save people money. I think Shelby probably feels the same way. When those discounts come out and you get to call your client and be like, hey, I just saved you $1,400 on your vacation. You, How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. Or get that. Like, I love getting oh, that dining reservation, too. I had somebody yeah. that wanted to be our guest for lunch, and the closest I could get her on the day was at 1030. And she was like, oh. and then it came up the other day, and she was like, just giving her that email. She was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I love that. Thank you. So you're making the magic happen. You're making oh, the dreams yeah. come true. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, awesome. She didn't even know. You know, she was like, you know, that's one of the things that I love. That's that's my favorite part is that it's my job. I like the planning part. I like all that. And I know that a lot of people that go all the time, they like that part too. But it can be a pain in the haha to, like, sit on the hold or try to constantly try to get this dining reservation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or to know when those discounts are coming out, that's the, I've had that experience before using a travel agent, and that's been amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, do like, you guys get a heads up on that kind of thing, or you pretty much find out when the rest of the Hours, maybe, if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a timeline for, like, free dining, because it's always around the yeah. same, like, uh, yeah. the third Monday of the month. Yeah. The last... But, yeah, Sorry, the yeah. last few years we've had, uh, like we've been notified at like 9 p.m. the night before it goes live. Yeah. This year we had no notice at all, like zero. I woke up yeah. to my client calling me, and I don't know if we've ever actually aired this funny story, but I had a client call me at 3.55 in the morning. Oh, my God, are you up? Are you up? Yeah. Uh, no, it's like 4 in the morning. What's going on? Free dining hit. She was waiting for it because she knew, <laughs> I had told her there was a possibility so every single morning at 4 a.m. she was getting up and it just so happened, you know, that was the morning and she's like, you have to get, you have to get it. And I mean, I was like, I was totally out of it, but 
yeah, we didn't get any warning this year on free dining. I was like, did we not get any warning? Like, did I miss it? Like, but no, we didn't get any. So it's hit or miss. It's whatever Disney feels. You know, they, they run to the beat of their own drum. So, yeah. and we have a lot of stipulations and things on telling people those details. We can't yeah. release, we can't yeah. post maybe tomorrow. We can't even hint to anybody like and say, oh, well, we can say it's historically. definitely happening. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Historically, you know, it typically happens on a Monday or Tuesday, the third week of April. That's what we can say. But we never guarantee that there's going to be a discount that's released. But historically, Disney does discounts throughout the year. So we have to yeah. be very, you know, even with our with people who know for sure that free dining is going to come out, which yeah. I would be very surprised if we get free dining in 2019 because of Star Wars, Star Wars yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, it, it's just great to to just do it for your client, even those people who you know have gone a million times. Like I just apply discounts; I don't even ask, you know, unless it changes their, their oh package. yeah. No. I mean, there's no yeah, reason to ask. Your resorts, no, there's no reason. You know, there's no reason to ask. But you know, I have a client who was at the Little Mermaid rooms and at RV Innovation, and that's where she wanted to stay, and they were kind of tight on money, and so. She's like, well, what are my options? And I happened to click around, and I was like, oh, well, there's a standard room at All Star Music with free dining. It's going to save you $1,400. She's like, do it. <laughs> and so, you know, they love that. They love the whole, you know, those little moments. But Yeah. So do you have, like, four people that, that you know, we do our own planning and that we go a lot ourselves? Who Do you have, like, advice for working with a travel agent? Or is it pretty much just, you know? Just that, I mean, you just let them lead the way, obviously, right? I mean, I guess yeah, that's a I good mean, question. So with somebody that maybe hasn't, hasn't traveled a lot, you, you maybe lead them a little more. Right. Versus, you know, those so, of us that are Disney vets, you know, you right. let us lead a little more. Right. Right. I mean, for my first timers, I do fast passes, dining reservations, a basic itinerary. I order their magic bands and their magical express that they need it. And then I always tell them, you know, I'm, I'm here within a reasonable, you know, time to answer your questions while you're on property and stuff like that. People who are more experienced, I say, Hey, do you want it like I did with John and Veronica? You guys want to do your own dining or do you want me to do it? Like, yeah, do okay. you want, do your own fast passes? Do you not want to do your own fast passes? And I didn't even offer John an itinerary because I knew he didn't need it. I mean, I <laughs> No offense, a waste of my time because somebody like John or Jeff or, you know, any of us, right. there's there's no point in doing an itinerary. Now, if he would have asked me to help him, let's say he was like, okay, I need kind of a basic, like, timeline of, like, when would be a good time to go over and ask Veronica to marry him, I would have been, like, all over that, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, clearly. <laughs> he might have actually been able to use some help with that, I, as yeah. it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> but... I feel like people also do use travel agents for more magical, like, times, like engagements or anniversaries or birthdays, like, when they really want a great experience. Um, but we make it super easy. I feel like using a travel agent is way easier, especially if you're a veteran, than it is, you know, to do it yourself. So we just kind of just supporting keep... a small business. Yes, that was the <laughs> other thing I was going to say. It's free for you. It really is. Not to yes. be too much into it, but, you know, it, we get paid on commission, yes, but that's whatever. Um, it comes from Disney, so it's either you give us or you give it to Disney. It's like, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. Right. It's, so. There's no downside. 
No. I think, no. I think that's one thing that I didn't understand until I met you was that you don't have to give up the things you like about Disney planning. And you can still get help on the things that either are tedious or you don't have time for. Right. So there's really no downside at all. It's it's. I, I, I'll use one of you guys every time I go for you. Just. Well, we love you guys. Yeah. We love that you wow. support our our small business adventures and. Yes. You know we love it. There was a there was a time a couple weeks ago that I was going through a rough time of deciding mm. what my future was and. I've kind of had my my spark relit. I'm excited. So, how oh, good. It's going to be a good couple of years at Disney and you know, it's the two best compliments we can hear is what, you know, Jeff just said is that we can't wait to use you again and mm-hmm. you know, we had the best vacation ever. I mean, it's so funny working in the salon and I work right across from Amy. She tells all of her clients about you know, our trips and then her mom works at a different salon in our company and she tells all of her clients I've gotten quite a few referrals from her and she texts me all the time and just is like, I just want to let you know I told so and so about our trip and they're going to call you and you know, a year later she's already, she's still thanking me like, thank you. This was, that was the most amazing thing I could ever imagine, you know, I could ever uh-huh. ask for. And she's like, when we go back, you know, you'll be coming with us again. And I, I wanted to go just because it's one of my best friends, but, um, you know, just getting that compliment of we can't wait to use you again and we have the most amazing time is is definitely worth worth every phone call and every six AM fast pass reservation alarm and <laughs> every detailed itinerary I write. <laughs> yep. Well that's all the time we have for this week. Again, be sure to give us a like on SoundCloud and Facebook, leave a review on iTunes, and follow all the fun on Twitter at Mouse Life Pod, and we do have lots of fun on Twitter at Mouse Life Pod. Thanks for listening. Keep on living the Mouse Life and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.